Welcome to the She Illuminates podcast, an empowerment hub for Christian women just like you who are ready to be filled by God's truth and light and illuminate their God-given influence in their homes, careers, businesses, and communities. I'm your host, Shamel Evans. I'm passionate about creating a space, connecting, and transforming the lives of women. We talk about real things, and we value transparency, honesty, and vulnerability. Be empowered to live anchored in your faith, influence your patch, and walk in your purpose. Let's dive in. Today, I want to chat about the subject of embracing transitions and learning to let go. So we've all have gone through various seasons of life and transitions, but you know, sometimes in those those moments, it can be a bit scary, the unknown, and we just simply have a hard time learning to let go. And I have had many of those seasons in my life. And one of the things that I have learned in that is just to trust the process. And that if we're going to truly trust God and just allow him to order our steps and just help us to walk in the path that he sees fit for us, we truly have to learn to surrender and let go. And today I have a special friend that's going to be with us today to chat about this subject. And her name is Nora Conrad. And she is a entrepreneur, wife, and soon-to-be mom. So she knows exactly what it means to truly let go and embrace the transitions of life. So welcome to the show, Nora. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks again. Well, I just want us to talk, chat today a little bit about your journey. You can share a little bit about yourself and your brand with our audience today. All right, sure. So if you don't know me, um, I'm Nora. I am self-proclaimed productivity expert. Basically, I just help overwhelmed people get organized by simplifying. And I started my business, gosh, almost six years ago now. Started off as a goofy lifestyle blog that I'm embarrassed to even admit. And since then, it's become this like super fun part-time job that I just get to work with awesome women and get to connect with people like you guys on this podcast. Well, that's so awesome. And Nora, we connected probably several years ago, just connected through your blog. You um, you transitioned to like really helping business owners streamline their process and be productive. And me and you connected that way because I needed help in that area. And I really um, saw so much value in your blog posts, your content, and all of the different courses um, that you created. And I think this topic really is going to be a great topic for us because me and you both are very strategic in business. We love to plan. We love to organize. And, you know, being an entrepreneur can be overwhelming. And when we're in different transitions in life, whether you're, you know, transitioning to a new career or if you're a, a wife, mother, sometimes that can really cause a hiccup, you know, when it comes to trying to balance it all. And we can find ourselves in this space of feeling stuck and overwhelmed and just not really sure what direction we need to go in. Or there could be moments like, I, you know, you feel guilty that maybe you're working so much on business and, you know, you're lacking and spending time with family and vice versa. So sometimes learning to let go can be very hard. Like we both said, it's easier said than done. So Nora, I just want to talk to your talk through your journey of transitioning now to becoming a mom and how that has 
really help you to gain more insight about truly trusting God in this process and just really leaning on him to navigate your journey as you transition to being a wife and mom and business owner. Definitely. So I'll kind of give you guys a background um, for anyone that doesn't really know my story. Uh, About a year ago, I really pushed, you know, different kinds of seasons in your life. I truly believe that you can't do it all. You need to kind of break things down and just accept that there's certain seasons for certain things. And for me during that time, about a year ago, it was a season of hustle. I was working three jobs and then coming home exhausted and working on building this business. And I was tired, but it was so worth it because I was being able to do what I love because my other jobs were supporting my business as I started to grow it. And so I talked about that journey a lot through that time about how hard it was to work three jobs and how, you know, you have to find little pockets of time. I talked a lot about, you know, why I wake up at 3 a.m. and people were shocked and horrified by that. But it's what works for me in that season. And so once my husband and I found out that I was expecting, that was such a sudden shift in my seasons. I went from hustling and working three jobs to now working one job and doing this business very sparingly on the side and having to be really selective with my time. And it has been such an amazing lesson for me, not only just in business and learning how to maintain my business when I'm not working as much, but also financially, um, you know, just trying to (laughs) figure out what the next you know, 18 years with a kid is going to look like financially for us and figuring out how that fits into our plans and then just trusting God to provide what we need. Um, I was working three jobs because my husband was in school. He still is in school. Um, and you know, we have to make ends meet. And so quitting two of those jobs for me was terrifying. I mean, I, a year ago, I did not think that it was actually possible. You would look at our budget and say that it wasn't possible. And God has just shown up in so many incredible ways in our life. Um, My husband was able to get a part-time job that he adores and that works with his school schedule. And it was such a surprise blessing for us. Um, I was able to go more full-time at the job that I love the most with the people that I love. And I've seen my own business grow so much more in the last year than it did in the previous five years because I was so intentional about what I was working on and because I put everything through a lens of God instead of a lens of more money, you know, more customers, more sales. And it's so incredible for me to see how far and how many things have changed in just one year because it seems like it was so long ago, but You know, I see blog posts come back up that I just wrote. And I think, you know, I was so naive when I wrote that. Like, I need to rewrite the entire blog post because that's just nonsense now. But, you know, it's growth, though. And that's the amazing thing that I hear through this process of you sharing is that through the years of, you know, growing your business up until this point, you know, there's been so much growth in you, not only in your business, but as an individual and also in your your trust and dependency on God. And I think that's the great thing that we can take away from 
this conversation is that when we're going through transitions, it's so easy for us to want to overlook the past or, you know, or look back and be like, man, I should have done better. But God knew, you know, that he was taking you through that journey of it, for example, the hustle of, you know, running your business, um, running three jobs, because he knew that down the road, the things, the lessons that you learn, the financial position that put you in was going to prepare you for this new season of walking into motherhood and growing stronger in your in your marriage. So part of our transition is that we have to embrace all of the journey, the good and the bad, because I think it's just natural for us to want to skip over, you know, some of the, the stumbling blocks, but the stumbling blocks are there to help us. And they're there to help us to trust God. And one of the things that you really um, shine light on is that you were very selective with your time. And then you just you know, removed yourself to just truly trust God to show up in the impossible. And I think that's a word of encouragement for those who are listening, who may be going through a situation and it seems impossible, it seems scary, or it just doesn't look like it's going to add up. But just remember that God is right there with you every step of the way. And that his word says that he'll never leave you, never forsake you, and that he's faithful in all that he does. But we have to keep our eyes focused on him and just trust that whatever process that we're going through, he's going to help us to get to where he desire for us to be. So, Nora, my next question for you is that I know you shared with me, you know, a lot about, you know, just the growth that's take place. But let's be a little transparent here because I know there are some ladies who probably are thinking, but in the moment, in the thick of it, what were some of the emotions that you experienced? And and how did you overcome them? Because, you know, sometimes when we're under a stressful situation, it's so easy to say, trust God. But what does that really look like to really trust God in those hard times? Definitely. And I don't want to have anyone thinking that I was like, you know, I trust God with my money. He's got this. And I put in my two weeks at my two other jobs without any issue, because that was definitely not the case. Um, So one of the jobs I had was not a difficult job, but it was very emotionally draining. Um, Just the job itself made me very tired emotionally. When I came home, I was just wanted to rest and sleep, to be totally honest. And so I knew when I got pregnant that that had to go because there was not enough room in my heart to keep up with that and to grow a baby. So my first trimester was a little bit rough. Um, I had some really, really bad morning sickness that pretty much lasted all day. So it was all day sickness. And I think that If I hadn't had that and I didn't um, feel so sick physically, I don't know if I would have quit that job. I went into work one day and I got there and I knew I didn't feel good and I was so tired and I let my boss know. I was like, you know, I'm not feeling great today. She did know that I was pregnant, so she didn't just think I was faking or something. But I just gave her a heads up and I was like, you know, I'm really not feeling it today. I'm just going to give you a heads up. I'm not totally focused. And she's like, okay, yeah, no worries. You know, get what you can done and we can pick up the pace tomorrow. And right in that moment, I just got sick all over the office. Um, And I think that for me, that moment, I realized that I could 
be at a job that I didn't really love with people that I thought were nice, but not making that much money at it. And I could be miserable and feel like crap while I was there. Or I could be home and take care of myself physically and focus on this pregnancy and, you know, find ways in my business to make up that income. And so I think that if I hadn't gotten sick and been completely embarrassed in the office, I wouldn't have put in a two-week notice. I went in the next day after talking to my husband and I was like, you know, I've been really sick just at the start of this pregnancy. I don't know what the rest is going to look like. And I know that I can't continue this once we have the baby here um, because I need to be home with the baby. So I put in my two weeks and the boss luckily was very understanding and very sweet to me. And we parted ways. Um, But it was not without a lot of stress. The moment I put in that two weeks, I knew how much my paycheck was going to be. And I knew that that paycheck was going to end in two weeks. And immediately so much anxiety and fear crept in. And every day I was crying. And part of that was probably pregnancy emotions as well as just overwhelm. But I really felt so alone. And I felt like the whole world was just weighing on my shoulders. And I didn't know how we were going to afford medical bills and an entire new person in our lives when I wasn't even working what I needed to work for just the two of us. And I remember kind of confiding in a close friend in this. And she just looked at me and was like, Nora, you need to just give this to God. And in the moment, I was like, not helpful worst advice ever. Like, I don't know what that will do, but okay. And I went home that night and I, you know, kind of did what you're not supposed to do. And I just opened my Bible to a random page and was like, help me out, God. Like, what do I do here? And I opened up on Psalm 139. And for me, this Psalm has been what has kept me grounded throughout this entire process and this whole transition. Um, If you're not familiar, it is a prayer to God from David, um, all about how God just knows our hearts. He knows what is to come. He already has our entire lives out in front of him, and he knows what we need and what we desire. And it has been such a comfort to me to be able to pray David's words and to just know that it's okay. Like, I'm anxious and I'm afraid and I am you know, feeling alone, but that that's okay. And that those are normal emotions that, you know, David himself felt thousands of years ago. And I'm feeling right now today in my apartment and that God knows that and he's there through that. And for me, that has been just something that has been getting me through this entire transition, just knowing that even though I can't see what this is going to look like in six months, God does. And he knows exactly what I need and he will provide exactly what I need when I need it. That's so good. And some truth right there. He knows what we need. And ladies, just let that sink in for a minute. No matter where you are right now in life, how it looks, just simply embrace the fact that God knows exactly what you need. And here's the here's the part that we think is a secret. Like he knew before we were born where we would be at in this moment. So it doesn't catch him by surprise. And Nora, one of the things I found in my own walk is that 
a lot of times God has taken me through these things just to stretch my faith, just to grow. You know, we can say so quickly, oh, I believe in God. I trust in God. But when it comes down to it, sometimes our faith does waver and he knows that. And that's the great thing about it is that his his love is so unconditional. He loves us through it all because he knows we're, we're human beings. We're going to have all of those different feelings and emotions. But this is the thing that I share all the time with ladies that I connect with and work with is that it's okay to acknowledge those feelings, but don't allow those feelings to run away and just just be all over the place. But take all of those emotions and surrender them to God. And for me, Luke um, chapter five has been a passage of scripture that has helped me too, Nora, in my time of transition. And it just reminds me that God has to be in the midst of it. I have to remember that he is there and invite him to walk along. And just to summarize the passage, it's around verse four where it says, this is basically um, Peter. Um, he's about to uh, go out, you know, he's been fishing all day. And basically, um, Jesus tell him, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And so I've been studying this passage of scripture. And one of the, the, the encouragement that I get from is that one, Jesus has to be in the boat. That is the first thing. Peter went out there fishing all day, didn't have any luck, was overwhelmed, tired, ready to give up. But the moment he invited Jesus into the boat, and trusted him with it all, he was able to to catch. And basically God, Jesus asked him to launch out into the deep, meaning that during the transitions in our lives, God is going to ask us to go places that are scary, that are unknown, that you can't see, that's farther out or out in places you've never been. But his word says that if you launch out into the deep and let down your nets, meaning let down and surrender, give all to him, put put your net out there with expectation, you will receive a catch. And so I lean on that promise that if I will go out there in the deep, out into the unknown, the scary, and just truly trust God, keep my eyes focused on him, then I will receive the blessings, the abundance that he has already promised. And so your your story just reminded me of that truth is that no matter what we're going through life, no matter the obstacles that come up, we can truly just lean on God and just trust him through the different seasons of life. So thank you for sharing Psalms 139. And ladies, if you have time, definitely go check out that passage as well as Luke chapter five. Um, next, Nora, I want to ask you the question about just letting go from your perspective um now that you're you're entering into you're about to enter into motherhood and you've been able to simplify your business for that creative or entrepreneur that's listening in maybe they're they're dealing with some different transitions in life with their personal life and they're trying to ask themselves what does this look like for their business because I too have been in a place where I'm learning to create that margin between my my family life and ministry versus growing a business. So when it comes to letting go and trusting God, what are some tips or maybe one of those go-to encouragement that you you share to others or maybe you live by to help them to know that even in, in our business, even in our creativity, we have to truly give it up. We truly have to give that portion up to God. So what has been one of those lessons you learned in running your business and letting go in this season of life? Uh, I think was the biggest for me was as we kind of walked towards 
you know, as my husband and I kind of started to break down what my business was going to look like and what the next few months were going to look like, um, we really started to break down what I was currently working on and say, okay, what's good and what is, you know, faithful and what do I feel like God is kind of calling me towards and what is everything else? You know, what are those distractions that are keeping me away from the important stuff? And for me, <laughs> that was hard. I mean, I'm not going to lie at all. This was a tearful process, cutting out a lot of stuff. And some of that for me was um, volunteer opportunities that I was doing through my business that I had to let go of. And that was really, really tough for me. Um, I deleted a lot of courses that I had, you know, kind of on the back burners that I was creating and I was excited about launching that just weren't on track with what we wanted my business to become. And, you know, I cut out a lot of stuff like old blog posts, old content, old shop products that I knew probably weren't to the standard that I needed to be at. And so the first phase in this new transition was saying goodbye to a lot of things, um, not just jobs, but, you know, just pieces of blog content that maybe was getting a lot of ad revenue through Google ads, or maybe I was getting a lot of clicks on it on Pinterest, but it just wasn't relating to my audience as it was today. You know, people would click to that blog post about, I don't know, maybe moving in with roommates or something. That was a really popular blog post I posted like four years ago. And I left it up because I had affiliate links in it that were generating income. And I realized after a while that, you know, I was leaving it up because I wanted the money from it. It wasn't because it was a really valuable blog post. It wasn't because it related to the content of my blog and really helped give people value. It was kind of a crap blog post that earned me money. And so I kept it up there. And through this transition, it's been really helpful for me to kind of declutter digitally in my business and say goodbye to things that I was holding on to for the wrong reasons. And so I think that's the first step. If you are going through a transition and you just feel like you're doing too much and you don't know what to let go of, look at those things. You know, what are you holding on to that you know you should be letting go of? It's the same way as when you declutter your home. There's some things that you keep because it was a gift and because it's nice, but you don't actually like it and you need to get rid of it. And that was the hardest process for me. Um, once we got rid of a lot of that stuff going forward, it was much easier. I felt like such a breath of fresh air after kind of clearing things out because I had a better idea of what my business was doing. I knew what my focus was. I knew who my audience was and I knew what I could do right and create to help them. And so really the last six months of this pregnancy have been trying to figure out, um, you know, content and that I can create that helps my business and gives value to, you know, my readers and gives value to my viewers, um, while also honoring God and just trying to find ways to spread the gospel and to make sure that people understand that, you know, you can run a Christian-based business without being a Christian business. I don't know if that makes sense, but you don't have to sell like Bible studies to still have a Christian-based business. And that for me has been really important to start to integrate into my business and really start to promote godly values without, you know, saying 
for Christians only across the top of the website. Yes, and that's that's a great piece of advice there. And, you know, one thing that I've come to learn is that it's okay for us to take time to just think about where we currently are and what's working. For so long, I used to beat myself up that I felt like I was starting going, starting going in my business. Um, but then God just reminded me that these were divine retreats where he were he was calling me to pull away, to take time to just be in his presence, to refocus back on him and to spend that time to get to know what he desired for me to do in my business. Because I used to be like, God, I feel like I'm just kind of starting and going this, you know, jumping from place to place. Until so the moment I really accept the fact that, no, this is where God was calling me to go out and work for a little bit. And then when he told me it's time to, you know, be still, be quiet and just be in his presence. That's when he gave me the next instruction on what I needed to do. And currently right now I'm going through that sort of like the simple, the same phase as you just really evaluate where I am currently right now. Just looking at the growth and looking at what really sets my heart on fire, what what God is calling me to do, taking away some of those things that are good things, but they may not necessarily be God things that he want me to do right now. But I think the point that I'm trying to get to is that women should realize that it's okay to have this time to refocus, reset, and analyze where you are. Because I think you can't move forward if you don't know where you're going. And so if we spend a lot of our lives just stuck in the same place or really not wanting to go into the the uncomfortable to really analyze what's working and not, then how can you really be stretched and how can you really grow? So I think as we learn to embrace the different seasons and transitions in life, we have to make that time to look at where we are and what we need to focus on so that we can move into the new season with more clarity, a little bit more guidance, and most importantly, with God in the forefront. And so the last thing that I would like for us to talk about that I think is one of the topics that a lot of women struggle with is the work and life balance. And I think me and you both have shared a few nuggets from time to time about there's no like this equilibrium between you know, how we think visually like work and life has to balance out. I think we both shared that there's different seasons in life. And I've also coined it to say it's, it's about graceful balance. You know, there may be a season in life where you are hustling in your jobs or in your business, but then there may be a different transition where God is telling you to be still and focus on family. So what does that look like for you? And what are a couple of things that you could share with someone who's struggling with um, balancing um, it all and staying positive through the process. I think that at least right now for me, because I am still pregnant, our baby girl isn't due until this December. Um, I've really looked at this time of being pregnant partially as, you know, I need to slow down and I need to make room to just enjoy being pregnant, you know, just enjoy setting up a nursery and enjoy shopping for baby things um, but at the same time, I know that once she gets here, I am not going to want to sit down at my computer and record some videos for YouTube. So I also have kind of kept that in the back of my mind as I've been working on my business and asking myself, what can I focus on today? What productive tasks can I do that in six months will be making me money so that I can be sitting there playing with my baby girl instead of sitting in front of my computer. And, you know, a lot of talk 
you can look up on Pinterest, passive income, you know, it is like the forefront of everyone's minds. And how do you earn money without working? And it really is a great thing if it's done correctly. And so for me, I've really been trying to look at passive income as a blessing rather than um, kind of a, I get passive income because I work so hard. Um, I don't earn it. It's just something that you have to work at. And if it works out, that means you did a good job with it. So I have been working on projects instead of working one-on-one with clients. You know, I am trying to produce videos ahead of time. And instead of building a whole new e-course, I'm working on improving the ones that I already have and building a better sales funnel for them. And that way, when my little girl does get here, I have the things in place and the quality content prepared so that I can continue to make sales and I can continue to support my family and grow that business without spending all of my time sitting in front of my laptop. And there's going to be times where, you know, I have to say no to family time and I have to sit down and answer some emails or, you know, update a course here or there once the baby gets here. But that's going to be cut back a lot. And so this time, while I've been trying to, you know, balance some rest and some relaxation while pregnant, a lot of my pregnancy has been really hustle focused and just trying to be really intentional with my time and knowing that if something doesn't get done, that means less income in the long run. So I need to really prioritize and make sure that I'm working on tasks that are going to move the needle on my business and not just make me feel good and feel like I'm checking tasks off my list. And, you know, ideally I would have done this throughout my entire business, but I think that having a baby and having like a due date um, really put that into perspective for me and really helped me focus in on what needs to be done and when it needs to be done by. So setting deadlines for yourself, you know, even if you aren't pregnant or, you know, maybe you don't have like a big deadline coming up, setting a self-imposed deadline can really help. And what I hear is, you know, strategy. And I know we're talking a little bit about business side, but I think strategy goes across the platform, whether it's personal business or whatever. For me, when I think about a strategy for my life, I list out, take time to list out what's working, what's not working. And then I kind of remove those things. And then I simply say, God, show me from what I've written, what you would like me to focus on. And so I take, it's a prayer strategy. So I take those things to him and then gain clarity from where he has me to, to be attentive on that. And I, like you, from there, you look at, okay, what, what do I need to put my time and energy in? And that allows you to create that margin and balance that you, it's easy for you to say no on things. And yes, so that if it's not driving that strategy and that, that prayer that you've been praying with God, you know, that it needs to wait, you know, and that sometimes it's going to be put on the shelf, but it doesn't mean that you won't circle back to it. But just getting that focus and that clarity as you transition just helps you to have more clarity on what's important at that given time. You know, it's we're all built where we want to do so many things, great things, and we like to multitask. But sometimes just having that focus and being attentional about putting your energy and your effort helps you in the long run. So, ladies, I just pray that through this conversation that you've gained some encouragement, some tips, but most importantly, God's truth about just really surrendering and letting go, because that's what it's about. 
doing these transitions, it, it can be scary and it's unknown, but just like the word of God, he's going to be right there alongside you. Just like Nora said with David, the same feelings and emotions that he experienced, we're feeling it now. So we can go back to those passages. We can gain encouragement. And guess what? We can praise and worship our way through by speaking God's truth into the atmosphere and just acknowledging that he's right there with us every single step of the way. So Nora, thanks again for joining us. But before we go, can you share with our listeners how they can connect with you um, on your website? So you can find me at noraconrad.com. That's kind of where everything is housed. Um, And also on YouTube. If you look up Nora Conrad, I'm the first one on there. Congrats again, Nora, to you and your upcoming blessing. And thank you for just pouring into us and into this community. And we really appreciate you being here. Like to join me in spreading God's truth and light and learn about additional support for your faith journey? Visit my website, shamelevans.com, where you can learn more about She Illuminates resource library and intensives for self-discovery and developing sound spiritual habits to fuse your faith in the everyday. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share with family and friends, and I love for you to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you next time.